welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventures. If you get the opportunity to rate or review us on your podcast app of choice, be that Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, it's much appreciated and it helps us with our rankings and getting the show in front of more people. Leave a review. That's always very much appreciated, especially if it's nice. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook or you could email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com and any of your messages are much appreciated. Right, that's it. No news, no information that has pushed on with episode 86 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, The Beat of Black Wings. We don't know who Nick and Joss are. They're the other members of the Hilltop. They're the other elders of the Hilltop. Just in case any they of this stays They don't know how to use computers. They don't know how to use computers. They don't know how to use a calendar. What? And electricity. Yeah, it's a problem for them. Or electricity. Well, they're not. Well, Nico's not allowed to use electricity. <laughs> ever since the incident. Yeah, ever since the, <laughs> ever since the restraining order. Um, anyway, there we are. Um, good evening, readers. Uh, welcome to the Billowing Hilltop uh, thing that we do. I mentioned, by the way, to uh, Mrs. Hilltop that this evening's session may include both a dungeon and a dragon. Eh? <laughs> she said, well, I would have thought so too. <laughs> oh, should we do Mailbag Corner? Yes. I miss Paul's sack, yeah, to be honest. <laughs> We've had a letter. It's in Paul's distended sack. It's in Excellent. the left lobe of his it's sack. It's quite uncomfortable. It's, it's um, causing a bit of scratching. Yeah. Yes, so we'll fish it out. It's from Gavin from South Yorkshire. Oh, Hello, Gavin. Gavin. Thanks Hello, for Gavin. Hello. When playing your D&D sessions, do you use a game board? If you do, is this something included in a purchased campaign or do you create it? Any info would be helpful to a complete D&D newbie. Love the show, by the way, and it would be fab if you could respond on one of your episodes. There we are. Well, that this seems like a proper question. We're responding. And you've just Here's delivered it in a very sarcastic kind of condescending way. No, 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 he didn't. He, if he did that in a sarcastic way, there'd be a Yorkshire accent going on. <laughs> a bad Yorkshire. There'd be a West Country Yorkshire accent. <laughs> that was the Yorkshire accent. <laughs> yeah, it was Mike's Hello. Yorkshire accent. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. When playing. No. Hello. When <laughs> when playing D&D sessions, you use game board. <laughs> it's a proper question. Yeah, it's a very good question. How many hours have we got to answer that question? The answer is, Gavin, that we, we, we have this thing called the command pod, which serves between the present and the future. <laughs> and then we have a... And then we sit around this the the hill the great table of the hilltop, and we uh, and that's that's you how know, we do it. You know, um, Clash of the Titans, where the gods are sitting on Mount Olympus <laughs> looking down, is mm. basically that. You know, we we it's survey very similar everything from yeah. on high. Because um, the, the togas is, are a lot shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you speak oh, for yourself. Yeah. I've got quite Dan, a long Dan toga. Has faded that, out through that. That's a terrifying image. We use a thing called Roll20, Gavin, which is an online, um, it's called a virtual tabletop. So we play on that. Um, we use Discord to talk during our sessions, and then we record using some other technology, but you, we don't really bore you about that kind of stuff. Um, and we are not we are not using a purchase campaign in that sense. We are the Age of Worms is a thing that was published in the Dungeon in Dungeon Magazine, which is um, eons ago. The maps I grab from their PDFs and load into the Roll20. That kind of covers... Is that it? Is that what we do? Yeah, but I mean, surely it would be good to say... I mean, when we actually meet up, like D&D weekends and stuff, you know... Then oh, we, well, get... we use... Yeah, we use them. 
yeah game mats with with uh, with squares on it when which you you know write on with marker pens to draw out the maps and we yeah, have Chessex some... battle mats and we use um, dwarven forge um or we use dwarven forge terrain and scenery graham is the master figure painter he is he has he brings suitcases of foam lined suitcases well, of oh, okay. figures he's just rested at the airport yeah he probably would actually if they ever opened them up there'd be a lot of yeah. he just brings suitcases of foam that's what he brings <laughs> the, um, the, they're called uh, minis now Luke. Min- they're are they called minis minis yeah. minis yeah yeah uh, anybody want to do a recap so we've gone back to the cairn and there's a dragon waiting for us the dragon there Ilfane, is Ilfane I think it's called Ilfane the black dragon it's two in the morning so it's dark and really, all you can see of Ilfane, she is uh, screaming towards you out of the night, uh, her screeching about you ruining her plans and how she was going to ruin you or something along those lines. All you can really see is an area of greater kind of blackness against the black and the stars of the sky as this thing rushes towards you. We'll have initiative, but before we do, let's freeze frame, as it were, um, with Ilfane in mid-flight and talk about shopping because there has been some shopping. Also, the shopping isn't finished, because I had one more item that I wanted to purchase, but we didn't get around well, to it. So. I'm afraid that's the, the Too one, late now. You know. Too late now. You've had plenty of opportunity. You've had ages. And it's... What well, we're ages doing, we're, for us we, to we'll, talk about it, and for you to tell me that I couldn't buy any of the things that I wanted to buy. That's so. not strictly true. You asked for <laughs> one thing, which I told you you couldn't have. <laughs> and then, and uh, then that was it. And then I said, is that what all you want? want? And you didn't say anything. Well, he wanted a kind of custom yeah. quarter flame tongue quarter staff no, type deal. I'm uh, well, so on the, the, money on the magic for it. shopping. Yeah, well, that's not the question. The on the magic thing, uh, what we've done, readers, is that we've gone to and fro on what it was that our gallant heroes have purchased in Evenstar before they left. We're going to run through what those purchases were before we kick off the thing with the dragon. So we can go round. Uh, but Lucas, you what? You think that there's a last minute intervention? You've got something else you well, want I to... I just wanted to buy a handy haversack as well. Because if you remember, I'd sold that off. I mean, I'm assuming that handy haversacks are That is that. absolutely fine. So let's run round, starting with uh, you then. What did Parker... Parker, if it is a real Parker. What did Parker buy in Evenstar when he had the chance? Parker bought a flame tongue short sword, Ooh. which is basically, although it's a bit of a, yeah, I'm going to basically, there's a system behind it. It's going to be a trade-off because it needs attunement. So if I attune, then I have yep. to have have to take off my ring of protection yep. in, to effectively swap that out. So mad? I'm not going to use it so- every time. So for instance, in so what if- this campaign or this uh, session, because I know we're fighting a dragon, which is probably immune to fire or has fire resistance, I'm not going to use it. But my the, my plan is basically in, at the beginning of a short, after a short rest, I will decide whether I'm going to basically stick with the ring yes. of protection of the quarterstaff or go for the flame tongue short sword. What's the third attuned item? Uh, well, so I've got the basically the braces and the cloak, and so I have a I've got a ring of protection plus one, but that needs attunement. You've got the braces of armor, yeah. and you've got the magical vestments yes, associated. That's right. Yes. Okay. Got it. And so you're going to be so the attunement rules are really starting to bite now. I think. Yes, because you can only attune to three things. Yeah. And then you have to basically reattune takes a short rest. Yes. Of where? Um, 
Okay, so that's where we are with that. And did you? Well, we don't. I don't think our readers are interested in the stuff that you may have sold or divested yourself of. So let's no, move on. No, I didn't actually sell anything. Sessions Epa. Yes, uh, Sessions has the same kind of um, dilemma that um, Parker has. The attunement rules are, you know, all slots fully um, consumed. So Sessions decided in the end that walking is with little legs um, and a round mm-hmm. belly is hard work. So he yes. he's invested his hard-earned cash in a broom of flying. Uh-huh. Yep. Excellent. I was going to get one of those, the, but uh, I couldn't afford it. Choice of the discerning professional. Yep. No achievement required. Yeah. Lovely piece of kit. Yep. A really yeah. annoying for DMs after Potter. Well, the we'll whole party see. flying around. God. Well, we'll see how we do with that. But, I mean, the, the game is the game. Um, anyway, yes. So a broom of flying. Was that? That was it. That's, uh, yeah, that was it. quite expensive, but um, worth every penny. Burbidi herbidi herbidi Um He <clears throat> well, he he got the meta magic rod, which he which he won yes. after some seriously dodgy yeah. interventions from other people in the party. Johnny. Oh, we have to talk about we have to talk about magic dice briefly before we get uh, started and, as well. Um, but he also got a ring of evasion, which is very useful. Um, so you're attuning to what the ring of evasion, the ring of evasion, the, the amulet of health, the, and the meta magic rod. Rod, okay. And then, oh, Uncle Buggy, Uncle Buggy. Um, I traded my um, great axe of frost for a flame tongue, great sword, okay, axe, which yep. means that fine I do sword. an extra one d six fire damage. Instead of the 1d6 cold damage you used to do, right? Well, no, I, I do 2d, sorry, it's an extra. So I do yeah. oh, I see, 2d6 I see. fire 2D6. damage instead of 1d6 frost damage. Gotcha. But it doesn't have the plus that that axe had, right? So there uh, is a trade-off. Oh, no, it's got yeah. plus one, isn't it? Nope. No, a flame tongue is just a straight... Doesn't. There's no bonus. It just is what it is. I got stung by this. You're fucking joking. Yeah. Talking to Mike because I was I want my money let back. me get a plus two flame tongue. Oh no, can I rethink? I didn't realize. Oh sorry Johnny, just earlier on it's, when it's Lucas called, was talking about uh, making suggest adjustments, well, yeah. I quote you saying too late now. <laughs> oh yeah. it's too late now. <laughs> I'm afraid all I can do is act as a sort of, you know, as a, uh, a was it a record keeper of the stuff that you've got. I can't be, I can't be kind of second guessing your choices and all of that stuff. You ask for a flame tongue greatsword, you got and one. that's what you get. I'm just trying um, to imagine the scene oh, in the. In God, the, can I just rethink in the magic? And when shop. you sell it, you'll only get half of the money back. <laughs> no, no. Can I rethink? Yes. Just re- redo that and just stick with a great axe. Oh. Well, I don't know that we can. I mean, it's. I mean, I Sorry, I'm, I'm, sure right. I'm taking it back. Too late now. Read the small print. Well, Johnny, no. I think what we'll, t- what we'll do. Let me have a think about it. Right. I understand that you didn't under. You know, know quite what you were getting, but we aren't going to swap stuff around now. You've literally got a dragon. Ca- caveat right? emptor piling out of the sky towards. Yeah, exactly. You. Caveat emptor. And we very good. And we fro- we've frozen framed where we are, and that's it. Yeah. I think the term is you've unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lucky. Uh, let's why, move on. Why hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Loser. <laughs> and also, if, if it's a hang dragon, surely flame uh, tongue on a dragon isn't going to be... Well, how can well, they it's not do a magical weapon that has nothing got a plus on it? doesn't make sense. Well, it well I'm really sorry, plus but that's... 2d6. Can I just that drop it Anyway, um, the other one was plus two. I upgraded my plate, half plate, to plus two and plus one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know about the 
plus two plate, right? And the, what that means. <laughs> you mean it doesn't have plus two? <laughs> well, it doesn't. It, not in the same way that I think maybe you're thinking. It's plus two. Um, no, plus, <laughs> plus two. <laughs> it's so it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, and you say you said plate, right? Yeah. It came Sorry. With a full set. With, with yeah, I mean, it's and sauces yeah. as well. Yeah. The, when yeah, you it's, open, the, when the, it's like this Amazon delivery. Yeah, yeah. When you open when you open the box. Yeah, it's got <laughs> there's a half of a plate. Floral country designs <laughs> on it. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah, with it's one of a series of a hundred by famed woodland artist <laughs> Sylvia Shit. Um, <laughs> mm, I want my money back. Went to the wrong. Uh, uh, well, it might be merchant. worth. It's a collectible. Might be worth quite a bit of money. Franklin Mint. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're doing the series uh, for at least twenty years. You'll be able to get uh, order replacement parts. Oh, Alessandra's purchased annoying items too. <laughs> Here we go. Let's have those. Alessandra um, hit the attunement issue, so she sold her ring of flying, but has bought Mm. ring of of feather falling. Sorry, and she's bought wings of flying and uh, and longbow plus two. Another flying character. Yeah, I would have thought you'd be supportive of that, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. You are you are also a character. Yeah, but you just anyway. What we're doing is we are throwing ourselves on the mercy of the system, right? You are 10th level. You're mm-hmm. buying items or you're purchasing or you're acquiring items that are perfectly kind of right for the tier that we're playing at. Mm-hmm. And the adventure is rolling on as well with all of its challenges. And, you know, so a couple of you can fly about. We're just going to have to see. Yes. Uh, what the, the only rules I stipulated was that I didn't want people purchasing all the same thing. I thought that was a bit weird in terms of market supply. I know yeah. we're hand waving it, but you visit the well, casinos of Evenstar, <laughs> trying to look for the right. Well, Lucas got a flame tongue. I, I guess uh, you know I better do something. Better not get one. <laughs> you haven't given well, me an out. I I did think long and hard about that, uh, Johnny, because you were the first person to ask for a flame tongue, and I was going to turn Lucas down, but then I decided that that seemed a little bit harsh, bearing in mind that he well, I turned it down sword, for mine is a, a custom sword. item. Well, it's not that good. Yeah, well, when, he, when, when you say great, plus yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a disappointing sword. The, um, disappointing, I want my money back it's a, sword. It's a plus naught, hot disappointing sword. <laughs> the, 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 um, <laughs> I mean, I can't pretend that I'm unhappy. It's it does make me laugh. Utensil, really. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's basically, it's basically like for me, it's like, no, it's like, a, yeah, it's like for kebabs. <laughs> it's for cutting Just, cheese. <laughs> do, I could do sessions sausages yeah. on it. It's the George Foreman. <laughs> I was thinking double handed on it. You know, <laughs> put the cheese on the yeah. on the sword. Warm it up. Yeah, we can. Bit of reclette. Yeah, yeah. Like a couple Good. of potatoes. Yeah, it's, yes, a couple of potatoes. Yeah. So there Some we are. Gherkins. <laughs> we'll stick, stick a potato on the end of it, and finally you've got something useful. So now, uh, ooh, now initiative. We're going to do. Oh no, two things. First thing, magic dice. We're not going to get into this now. But basically, none of you have any because our brilliant, <laughs> our brilliant magic dice system just broke. Yeah, you're all so festooned with items that uh, the way that it's calculated means none of you have any magic dice. So we're going to have to think about that before we before we have our next argument. I will work out a way to make that work. But basically, what we need to do is put more in at the top based on your level. Your the fact that you double the level and then you take off what you have. Well, you're just not going Maybe. up levels fast enough. I'm not going to give you more levels. Obviously, that would be insanity. So we'll just do. Well, I'll just tweak the formula, but we'll worry about that. That's the, the other thing is house rules. We started a new book. We should have a house rule, and I have a house rule that we should use. 
And the house rule that I think we should use that belongs to me is if you roll a natural 20 for initiative, you get an extra action. Interesting. Yeah. So we should do that. And I thought before we rolled initiative against the dragon... Characters yeah. only, though, yeah? yeah. No, 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 anybody. Anybody in any uh, yeah, encounter. Rolls the dice they roll a natural again. 20, they get an extra action. Now, the question is whether or not they get an extra action in that first turn or whether or not they get an extra action full stop through that initiative sequence. Like, as in... Like through the whole reaction. Well, the legendary actions are normally taken in other people's actions. Yeah, something that we're going to be looking at in a moment, actually, Johnny. You'll discover. But th but no, I'm talking about whether or not if you roll a natural twenty for initiative. You're you, you, obviously you're, you're likely to be going early on. You get an extra action in that first turn. But do you just keep getting it right? Do you have an extra action every turn until the combat is over? What do you think? Or that just in the first turn much. to represent the fact that you've got the jump on other people? What'd just you, what, in what, the first what, what turn. Well, I think first turn yeah. only. Otherwise, yeah. it becomes Fine. quite so imbalanced. First, it might become very imbalanced. And we, yeah, we might be playing around with um, things that we don't adequately understand. Talking of which, should we have initiative? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Running initiative for Ilthane the Dragon. Come on, lucky d20. <sighs> Rolling for Burpool, getting a 16. Rolling for session. Ilthane's not got as, an impressive initiative as I was expecting, I have getting to say. Getting an 18. Point. Okay, so let's get all of these people onto the board. Purple gets a 16. 17 for Parker. Parker gets a 17. Alessandra gets a 23. With a natural 20, I might add. Um, sessions? Sorry, what did 18. you get? 18. Uh, oh, six. six. Oh, you did get a 6. Okay, to go with your sword. <laughs> uh, Alessandra got a 14. No, Alessandra got a 23. 23, fine. With a, with a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, so you get... Oh, okay, so you get a... Uh, extra action an extra action on 23 with her extra action in this round and this round alone it is Alessandra this right you've got a sort of bowl of land that mm -hmm. sits before the entrance to the cairn that you're on one edge of the, the sort of south eastern edge of and this dragon has sort of reared up from the trees the tree line in the escarpment that runs across the back of this bowl of land the cairn entrance is actually set into a sort of cliff face so the dragon is above you and rushing towards you i don't know i mean i can't eyeball it i'm saying that's about 180 feet 180 foot question uh, do i have a unfettered view of or do i have a view of any of the dragons sorry you can see the dragon. It's dark. But I can see the dragon. Um, well, you can see the shape of the dragon silhouetted against the stars. I would say at this range, you're looking at disadvantage. And your dark vision is... 60. Not, no. So you're picking this shadow out of the of the darkness above you. Okay, because I've got um, sharpshooter, which means that any cover is ignored. And I don't take mm -hmm. disadvantage for long range. Are you saying because it's... No, you're taking disadvantage for light obscurement. Or whatever it is, for light yeah. obscurement, or whatever. Okay, you know, it's basically you 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 can't see it well enough. All right, I'll take the first first uh, roll then. Uh, hitting the first one hits armor class twenty one. Do I need to roll again? That would hit. It's armor class twenty. Does that hit? Okay, so you've hit with that first shot. Nice. No, nice. Nice. Your arrow streaks into the night sky like Bard. I in, uh, is he called Bard yep. in the Hobbit? Yeah. Piercing damage. Combien de damage of uh, 12. 12. Are you sure? Do you not get yeah. your sneak attack? No. I'm not rolling out. 
Well, it no, hasn't, it hasn't, 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 hasn't had an action. Hmm. Hasn't had an action in the fight, but is it engage? It's engaging with us. I would. It depends on quote. I, I take the point, but I think that the idea of your assassination strike is when you catch something unawares. How? It's, it's not. It's, it's not. It's a sneak it's, attack. It's, you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in the combat yet. So well, that's then the assassinate. You do have advantage. That counts at the disadvantage, but that doesn't matter that doesn't because matter. you hit anyway. And then the sneak attack. Right. Is no the sneak attack is when you have yeah it's when you uh, attack with advantage but you didn't or when you attack when you've got a f uh, uh, an ally within yeah, five no, feet which not, you haven't no it's not a but sneak what's attack. the assassination thing the assassination is I have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat and any hit is treated uh, and any, any hit you score against a creature that is surprised is it surprised uh, okay not surprised there no. we go that's the that's the critical piece of language okay yeah. fine no. so that so uh, you hit it yeah and you've done. 12 points of damage. 12 points of piercing damage. Yeah. And got then it. who's is it my round again on 23? Well, you've got a you've got a bonus action. So you've right you I mean, sorry not a bonus action. So you you've got another free action because you rolled a 20. Okay. In which yeah. case I'm going to take my, a move action to fly. Well, you've already got the move you've still got a move action, right? Just to be friend guide storyteller, right? You've got a move action. You've got your shot which you've just taken. You can take a bonus action and then you've got a whole other action that you can take. And you've got your cunning action. How do you fly? Uh, wings are flying. Wings are flying. So they're flying 60 foot around, which is why I chose them. So. I love the idea of this. Alessandra has never used these before, right? Yeah. It's just going to be like... Right then, okay. Command word. <laughs> Command word is goo. And she will fly 60 foot. Yeah. Okay, so that's her move action. Yeah. Do they require attunement? Yes, they do. Um, okay, so you fly 60 feet. Now you've still got and another... Attack. Yes, and a cunning action, which you could take as a dash action or a whatever. I will do another attack action. That's... Oh, I'm a class 12. And that's just a fail. I'm a class 12, I imagine, is a fail. And then she will do a dash for another 60 foot. Okay, how high up are you flying? Not high. She's... In order to fly 60 foot, she's literally just going to brush the trees, brush the uh, vegetation. She's not over trees at the moment. She's over scrubland, no. isn't she? Yeah, I mean, that's the, 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 on our map, you've gone over. There's a little cliff. Oh, it's that a you cliff. It looked like a path. Sorry, I thought it was a path. So she wouldn't have been able to make it that far in order to fly uh, 2D up. strikes again. I think instead she's going to, in total, move behind the tree that's directly in front of her. So she's taking cover. Uh, sessions on 18. Um, oh, this is bad news for Graham. Early, early round. round. Doesn't, like an early, doesn't like an early round. Oh, has to think. Can't react. Yeah. All the time. He's just got two words in the back of his mind. Those two words are weapon and breath. <laughs> you can um, arrange them in the order that you want. So I will... Um, Thinking about the breath weapon. Yes. I will... Well, we need to spread out, the, yeah, yeah, breath yeah. weapon. I mean, if it's that kind of breath weapon, you know, could be a lined one. Could be. Could be a cloud. Could be. Um, could be a cone. Could be a cylinder. We've been getting cylinders wrong, but we'll get to that later. I will cast aid. Mm -hmm. Who are you choosing? At um, at the level third, I'm choosing the uh, three people that are next to me. Yep. The uh, herbaldy, herbaldy, herbaldy. Uh, Uncle Buggy and Parker. So an extra in range. six. It's an extra six. Yeah, ten. Ten. Extra ten. Extra ten. And then ten hit points I'm going raises to your maximum hit points by use ten. Use my little, my new boost of speed oh. on my oh, flying. 
Yeah. And I'm going to trundle my way uh, north. Okay. You're going to fly north on your broom of flying? Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, just above the ground to make advantage of its speed, which yeah, is like slightly a, better than like my speed. Like a speeder, like a Return of the Jedi speeder. Parker. I will cast Long Strider, and I will move directly west, 65 foot. And that's right. me done. Okay. Um, you do realise that some of that is cliff. Yeah. Yes. I can move straight a cliff. up the cliff. How, how high is the cliff? Will it? Oh, yes, Parker. We don't have to worry about Parker doesn't worry about vertical surfaces. I don't surfaces. Have to worry about, about vertical yeah, yeah. surfaces anymore. purple herpledy herpledy ha It is your turn. I'm going to cast invisibility on myself, and I'm going to move. Okay. Dragons have true seeing. Do they? All of them? Oh, yeah. I've no idea. No. I think it depends on the maturity of the dragon. It may well do. But I've, no, I've always found dragons very immature. Yeah, well, it depends Some on the that. jokes. Um, so, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, and I'm moving forwards. Tempted to do a dimension door to the can. <laughs> <laughs> Just bypass this encounter entirely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or grab me in dimension door. Well, I suspect I suspect there's a trap waiting in the can, to be honest. That's why I'm not doing it. Next, it is Ilthane. She moves fairly quickly, but not, like, that quickly. I can't really remember what Ilthane's got to do with the story. Sorry. Ilthane basically placed the, placed the nasty egg in with the... Uh, lizard folk. Lizard folk. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, that's right. And was we heard about Ilthane before... We heard about her there was some- during the games... She had gone and no, made waste. Before, before we, I think we'd heard of Ilthane before we came across her name in the in with the lizard folk. I think it was something to do with. I can't remember where we heard it, but we heard it before. Okay, what's it got to do with the big worm and keels and all that? Yeah, something to do with that. She m- just might be an agent of them. You might just be a part of it. She's evil. I mean, she's got quite a lot of distance to cover. You don't think that she can get to you now, right? And you don't think that she can get to you and and breathe on you. She kind of swoops round on a banking turn and is making a beeline for Parker as she does so well you don't know what her vision is like but she's obviously brought Alessandra into view assuming that she can see that far she's she's negated Alessandra's cover you don't know whether or not she's done that deliberately um, that is it for her and it's Uncle Buggy Uncle Buggy right well I'm uh, clicking my heels together to activate my boots of speed as a bonus action yeah. and then I'm moving yeah as- about those boots oh no okay Huh? No, nothing. As fast as my little legs will carry me up to the tree, which is just east of the cairn entrance. And I'm taking cover. Right, she's just rushing towards the cairn. Yeah. Taking cover under the tree by the. Alessandra, running away. Yeah. Round two. Yeah. Running away. Running away. We're heading to the cairn, right? Unbelievable. Who is closest to the cairn? We're fighting Ilthane, is what we're doing. I am at the front. Believable. You're at the rear. I mean, I'm shocked. Furthest I'm away absolutely from the shocked. Um, the barbarian running away. Well, quick question before we pick up with Alessandra. Uncle Buggy, you don't have dark vision, right? Uh, no. Okay. Can you give me a... I think you're going to struggle to run at 140 feet in a turn in the pitch blackness of two in the morning when you've got no light source. Or do you have a light source? Uh, I haven't got one cast. Um, the frost brand I need to... To use a bonus Frost action to activate it's the flame it. tongue you could trigger you could trigger the flames from yeah, your flame it's tongue a, yeah it's a bonus action though and I've just done one with my boots of speed okay well I'm not quite sure I don't want to be you know difficult about this but 
Okay. Well, you can't see very much, Uncle Buggy, right? Is, is my point. Is it pitch black? Can I see the outline it's of this large in, tree? It's two in the morning. You can see the silhouette of the tree in front of you, but what you can't see, for example, would be any hazards, you know, um, roots or little, I don't know, little indentations or pits or whatever in the ground or unevenness, right? But we're just going to assume that, as it so happens, it's like, you know, a billiard table, the bit that you're running across. But we just got to bear in mind, I was just thinking about the things that you might be able to see and what I might tell you about your surroundings when you got to that tree. And I've just realised, of course, that you can't see a, a bloody thing. So you're tucked in under the bull of that tree. And have inadvertently um, found the front. You can't see very much. Right, sorry, Alessandra, I interrupted you. Off you go. That's all right. Alessandra's going to take a very gentle step to make give her the um, distance of 60 foot within her dark vision so she doesn't have to okay and then she's going to do another shot armor class 23 I believe it's a hit yes uh, this the head of this thing whips around towards you doing 12 points of piercing damage mm-hmm. and then she's going to continue her move and go and hide mm-hmm. under the branches of the under the tree but just around tucking herself around the trunk so she's got cover okay and are you actually hiding 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 she can do her give me a stealth check 24 she does advantage 24 24 okay fine right um and as you do so the dragon uh okay fine sessions Eper on 18 scooting along on your little scooting along on my little brutal scooter your land speeder yep <coughs> well, I think... What are we calling it? The Sweepstakes. The Sweepstakes sounds the, like a good the name. The Sweepstake is a great name for it, yeah. yeah. So the Sweepstakes, I think I will... Uh, I will, uh, yeah, fly up into the tree straight north of me. Yes. So you're on a tree, Alessandra's in a tree. And I'm peering out of the foliage, you know, just I'm making you're sure I'm... You're flying up into the tree. Up so into the up branches. in the actual... Okay, okay, up into the branches. Got it. Anything else? Uh, that's my move action. And then I think... Again, you're in the dark. You've got not got dark vision, right? No, correct. I mean, you can see the silhouette of this tree. You can fly up into its branches, but you, you know. Yes, I can't really see very much. So in that case, I no. will, uh, I will ready um, yeah. the, um, I will ready to cast um, tumbling dice should it happen to come near me. Okay, uh, and on seventeen, right in front of it, at the top of the es- escarpment, not hidden behind a tree, out there in the open, Parker. I mean, it's right there, Parker. For the readers, it's 40 feet away from you, Parker, and coming towards you and screeching out of the darkness. Parker's probably quite hard to see. I mean, he's green and the uh, foliage is green. <laughs> yeah, but his the eyes foliage. glow. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> they do. Yeah, so it looked like fireflies in the dark. It's going to pounce on me next round anyway. I think I will just basically move up and uh, engage it. Well, it's so- flying, Parker. Aha, how far up is it? Oh, I don't know. Let's say it's about, say, 20, 30 feet up. I mean, it's it's flown down from the sky towards you, yes? I don't know if we're going to get into a whole thing with, like, rangefinding and Pythagoras, but it's uh, high enough up so that if you're standing on the ground, you can't uh, engage with it. Do you, do you think we're actually supposed to fight it or just get into the can? I'm just wondering if it's, uh, it's an end-of-level boss, isn't it? Well, I did think that. Said, mentioned that earlier. Kill it. Well, I, yeah, like how? <laughs> oh well, it's not that hard. It's just a dragon. For sake. Yeah, it's only a dragon. 
jump on his okay. back and stab him in the face. It. In fact, I don't think I've ever fought a dragon. In the 43 years of... <laughs> really? I fought quite a few dragons. Can't think of one. There was one in a room. Uh, it was a big kind of... I, th I like to think of it as a cathedral, but it, I don't think it was a cathedral. It was like a cavern. Oh, was that mm, I can't Mike's dungeon? or? I am going to actually run. And I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run effectively um, northwest. You're going to run towards the cairn entrance? Uh, not directly towards the cairn entrance, but... Um, Yep. As I said, directly northwest, which would which will end me up somewhere on that cliff, uh, on the in the in the opening next to the can entrance. So, and I'm going to do a move, move action. Yeah, right across the bowl, right in front across of the, the can bowl, entrance. Front of the yep. can entrance. Yeah. Herbaldy, herbaldy, herbaldish on thirteen. See what the dragon thinks about that. Everyone's running away from it. There's no one actually going to fight it. Not yet. Sorry, I'm just moving towards the can, and I'm just wondering... I'm just trying to work out whether I want to do anything. Well, you're invisible, I'm so... I'm invisible. That's, that's actually part of the problem. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering whether to summon my griffin. Ooh. Ooh. Summon just, griffin. Yeah, but Ooh. if everyone's running away from it and not oh, engaging the figurine it, of wondrous power, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If everyone's just running away from it, then the griffin is just going to get tonked by a, by the dragon. So, no, I'm going to keep moving, in that case, towards the cairn, uh, like everybody else. Does it look like it can see me? Uh, it doesn't seem to be reacting to your movement. It it can't see Alessandra. It might be able to see Sessions, who's not actively hiding, but is in the foliage, right? And you are a wee little three-foot thing. Sitting on something that looks like a branch, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm in the tree. Yeah. Small <laughs> um, and I can't see. It can see only Parker. I mean, it might know about Buggy in the sense that it's seen Buggy scarpering north. It's going to go for Parker. It's going to fly towards him directly, and it's going to have lost its patience. Um, it swoops round. It wheels round in the sky, Parker, mm -hmm. uh, and heads for you. When it gets to within about... 30 feet of you. It breathes on you in a line of acid. Can you give me a dexterity save? DC 18. Ah. As a burst of acid Ooh. sprays directly Ooh. at your conical 18. Bombs. Okay. Really, really want to make that save. And this is also evasion as it's a dexterity Well, evasion save. is fantastic in this instance, yes. I won't bother with the template or anything because we've only got a single target. There's yeah. no point in marking stuff out. Uh, oh. That's an 8. Mm. Uh, an 8 gets you... Me, gets me 12 in total. Mm -hmm. uh, so hold on. Uh, Do I want to already use my Oort dice? Well, that's the question. So it's basically, if I fail, I take half damage. If I save, I take no damage. Yep. Uh, you just don't know what half damage is. Yeah. Uh, it just seems so early to already use the Oort dice. No, come on. I'm going to use the Oort dice. You are going to use the auto. Yes. Okay, go for it. So, uh, roll again. 15, 19, that's a save. 19 is a save. So you take no damage. The yeah. acid blast zaps over your head. It continues moving and effectively lands next to you, Parker. <sighs> um, it is the round of... Uh, Uncle Buggy! Right. Uh, Uncle Buggy, it's dark. You're hiding at the base of a tree. You can hear the sound of the dragon. You think you heard it breathing. You can hear the sounds of people scurrying around in the wilderness about you. But that's about it. 
bonus action, activate flame tongue. <laughs> so it creates. The dragon's uh, head whips round. Yeah? Goes, ah, flame tongue. Mm. The thing I wish to destroy beyond all things. It's a 40 foot bright light. Radius bright yeah, light. Okay. A dim light for another 40 feet. Okay, so you can see very well with your flame tongue. You can see around you. Uh, give me a perception check. You don't need a perception check. There is a sandwich, Uncle Buggy. In fact, there's multiple sandwiches. They're sort of broken open and rather damaged, and they're lying on the grass in between you and the cairn entrance. Does it look like a Hesty Testapod sandwich? I mean, it certainly looks like this kind of sandwich, just the very kind of sandwich that Hesty Testapod might carry okay. with him. Yeah. Right, well, I'm moving towards the cairn entrance, and on the way, I'll pick up the sandwich and interact with an object and eat it. Yes. Then I'll keep moving oh, to... No. it was a poison sandwich. Oh, right. So oh, then I go to the K, the um, cairn entrance. Cairn entrance, Hold yes. the sword up. Go to me, to me. <laughs> okay, And then to I'm uh, moving into the cairn entrance. Okay, I'm going to put you on a... Yeah, we'll worry about you in a different map. We can go into the broom cupboard. Yep. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if there's any hostiles there, then I'll do something else. Uh, Uncle Buggy, uh, we'll pick up with you in a moment, but... Um, any hostiles? I think that because I'll... There's no hostiles. How far are you going into the can? There's the kind of eerie sound. Well, I've still got my uh, action left, so if there's something there... It is as you remember it. Um, yes, there is a, this, this hallway that extends north into darkness. There's a weird, faint breeze coming towards you out of the cairn. It's icy. It's weirdly icy, uh, unseasonably so now that you're in early spring. Uh, and that breeze is, there's whispers, sibilant whispers that sound like a sighing breath. It's coming from all around you, but it sounds weirdly lifelike it's just as you remember it if you peer in you can see that the walls bear these horizontal bands of geometric patterns that you remember from before uh, you know that there are little kind of apertures or spaces in the walls that seem to be the source of this weird kind of keening droning uh, whispering sound uh, and the walls look like they've been kind of damaged um, they that that passage stretches up north. You can't see any hostiles. It, it, it just as before, almost immediately, you've got an opening to your left and right, and then another opening to your left and right, and then you know that it opens up again further up. But I don't know that your flame tongue will illuminate any more than just the very junction of that. And then you know that you've got the cobwebs and the stairs at the top, and the, you know that there are stairs that lead down to well, you don't buggy. Buggy, this is the first time you've seen this place. <laughs> 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 Although Grimbold had told him all about it. <laughs> Let's move on to Alessandra. Oh, sorry, I might do a protection for me as part of my action. Uh, as an action, so that as was your a, move to go into the can and then... Uh, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Alessandra on 23. Alessandra's going to move five foot closer to the dragon, again to get rid of any disadvantage. And because Parker's within five foot, there's a stealth... Sneak attack? Sneak attack available so you're leaving your hiding place leaving the hiding place moving yep. five foot gonna go yep. to hit with a natural 20 hitting armor class 29 Oof. and you want to gamble so no alessandra alessandra's gonna do um you're gonna gamble sandra or you're gonna no no of course you're not because of the sneak attack because of the sneak attack dice so so it's 15 plus 
Five, so that's 20, and then... Yes, and then the D6s. You've got loads of D6s to it's roll. It's going to be sneak attack. It's going to be 10 D6. Wow. 10 D6. Nice. Ooh, look at that. 41 at that. plus wow. 20. So that is 59... Uh, 61. Is that 61 points? 61 points of damage. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Bloody hell. If it was a normal creature, that would have... You know, made a really serious dent in it. As it happens, Alessandro, that doesn't seem to really affect you very much. But I think you can nevertheless feel very proud of the amount of damage that you've rolled. Thank you very much. Uh, and then, uh, yes, I have the rest of my move mm-hmm. to take me into the entrance before I decide whether I'm going to take a dash action. You've never seen no. the game before. You can see Buggy holding his great sword aloft in front of him with kind of uh, kind of that crackling hissing sound as of the flame tongue as he kind of illuminates everything around you and uh, Alison has got a dash action so she will dash 60 foot in if nothing looks if nothing stops her well nothing's going to stop her apart from buggy well I'll go past buggy and just tickle him on the way through fine I mean you see a couple of openings to your right and your left she'll she'll tuck herself around one of the openings she's just trying to get out of the way of the dragon got it uh, on 18, it's Sessions. Uh, well, Sessions seems to be miles from the action. Um, so I will move and then dash from my tree to uh, the tree that ages ago um, Uncle Buggy was hiding beneath. Try and be as discreet as possible. When you do so, the dragon takes what's called a legendary action. And what it does is it beats its wings, uh, Parker. Um, can you make a... Uh, let me get this Here right. Here we go. Another save. It's a, dex- it's a DC 19 Ooh. dexterity save. <sighs> um, oh, no. That's it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Okay. You're not prone by the beating wings, mm-hmm. and you take uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage, and then the dragon flies off towards the cairn entrance. Um, it can go. To, it can go pretty much up to the entrance. It, it lands about ten feet from the entrance. Alessandra, you hear its heavy breath and you feel its presence and its bulk. Kind of, uh, you can hear that sound kind yeah. of ringing down the passageway as you're tucked around the corner. Lovely. Burple, it's in between you and the entrance, almost in between you and the entrance. Parker, right, you've been left behind, flat on your ass at the top of this escarpment. Uh, and it is your turn, Parker, on 17. So I will stand up, move up to it, mm-hmm. and attack it. Oh, hello. Okay. It's there, looking, yeah. you know, cross. So first attack, armor class 12. I'm assuming that's a miss. It's a miss. Yeah. Then oh, here um, we go. Yes, it's a, a miss. 23. Is a hit. Yes, it's a hit. Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. Okay, you don't even... Oh, no, you, you roll it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, a ten, that's also a miss. That's a miss. And Fourth. finally, twelve. There's a miss. Terrible. Okay. Well, there we are. Well, that was nice. Thank you very okay. much. On thirteen, it's burpledy herbledy hoobledy ha. This thing is kind of right there, Burple. It doesn't know about you, you think, but it's right there, Bilbo-like. <laughs> you could try and creep past it. Does it have another action? It seems to have actions all over the place. Does it? It does. It just took an action. action. Yes, it seems to be taking actions in other people's turns. But how many legendary actions can it take? Well, you don't know, but, you know, maybe quite a few. (laughs) 
Parker is there fighting it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's probably got quite good saving throws, I would have thought. But I could do sod it. I will do synaptic static. Hey, here we go. Can we have an intelligence save DC 15, please? Intelligence. Yeah. Of course, it will save. It'll be a yeah. blue dice. It'll roll a 17 and it will save. Well, let's have a look. Uh, I mean, intelligence save is not going to be a dragon's strongest uh. suit, <laughs> but it rolls a, a 20. 20. So it takes so half. So it's safe. Yeah. It takes half. Off. Uh, well, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my meta magic rod. So uh, first of all, mm-hmm. I'm going to go bosh like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's thirty. I think I'll re-roll the one and the two. How does the meta magic rod work? It's an empower meta magic rod. So so I can Which, basically yep. re-roll any dice that I want when I roll. Oh, any of the dice. That you any want. of the dice that I want. Oh, I see. But you have to take the second roll. So you've got to make a fine judgment as to whether or not. Got it. I'll Go take ahead, the right. one. Yep. Well, let me just roll. Read the empower uh, ability, uh, which is one o- page one o two of the player's handbook. One moment, please. Mm-hmm. Page one o two. Empower. Uh, when you roll for damage, you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of the damage dice up to your charisma modifier, which is mm-hmm. huge. Uh, with what is your charisma modifier? Three. Uh, three. Cool. Um, and you must use to use the new yeah and use the new, new, new number so what are, what are, where are we ending up with the, well I'm going damage? to oh, well, my dice have gone but I'm going to re-roll the 1 the 2 and the 3 so I'm subtracting 6 so that's 24 plus 3d6 got yeah. it yeah perfect um, yeah understood where my dice gone 24 plus 3d6 here we go why did your dice go because Johnny rolled so that's 36 points of damage nice 36 points of damage saved to half though right so 18 yeah, 18 I mean, it's not as good as 61 points of damage, but, you know, you're kidding there. Um, and then I'm <laughs> going to go and one, two, three, four, five, yeah, six. Stab Alessandra in the seven, eye. Eight, and hide behind the tree. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're going to go and hide behind, hide behind the, the tree. tree. When you're in, oh, you, of course, because you're no longer I'm no invisible. no longer invisible, yes. Um, okay, uh, it's it, Parker. <sighs> okay. Cannon fodder um, Parker. Well, you're the only person that it's engaged with, unfortunately. All of your colleagues have basically just run for it, and you're left by yourself yeah, fighting yeah. this thing. How are you afraid. doing, by the way, and that Parker? Means uh, that you're I'm, taking, I'm okay. You're Some taking the kind of, I'm afraid, the, the brunt of all this stuff. First things first, I roll a d6. Uh, it's a d6 that we're going to have to think about if I roll a 5 or a 6, which I don't. That's good news for you, Parker. <laughs> Instead, uh, who is aware of this dragon? Um, I would say that the people who are aware of the dragon are... Uh, I don't know what aware means. What does aware mean? Anybody know in the rules, Graham? I, I mean... I don't know. If there's a specific rule because aware is a aware is a is a rule around surprise. Is that correct? It doesn't mean see. See, that's here. what I'm trying to really establish. Okay, so anybody who is aware of the dragon and within 120 feet of it, yeah. and I think that's everyone has got to actually. Do you know what? What? I think. Oh, that we do this no. next week. Oh, what? Oi. Well, oh. well, we're doomed. You know, doomed. doomed. And you're not doomed. Well, you might be a little bit doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Run away!
Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.